Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download. It is that time of the week again, the Saturday morning, where we talk about all things Toowoomba, and I am with my offsider, Chris Nelson. Chris Sammy. O, how's the week been? Pretty good. Yep, no complaints. Uh, usual week, plenty of form, plenty of uh, racing, and a few winners, which has been good. Good times, good times. Yeah, you tipped up a storm last week, uh, didn't you? At, um, we had in a good town. Day. Yeah, had a good day Saturday and a good day Wednesday, so hopefully we can keep that going. Well done, well done. Uh, we are going to chat with uh, Corey Girin, who's got a host of runners tonight at Toowoomba. Of course, we've got eight races at Toowoomba tonight. Uh, good four conditions, rails out three metres, and uh, track's been racing well, so expect more of that uh, tonight. Hopefully, we can find some winners, and Corey Girin's going to give us a push into a couple. Adam Sewell. It's going to be good to catch up to yeah. Adam Sewell. It's not a name we often see uh, riding at Toowoomba on, on Saturday nights, but... Um, uh, I'm sure we'll have a really good chat with uh, Adam and find out his backstory and then uh, talk about his rides tonight. He's kicking a few around there. Uh, he's going to Nanango today and then uh, Toowoomba tonight. So he's got a bit on, a bit on his plate. Toowoomba horses in the last week. Uh, we got a winner in town last week. Tears of love for Matty Crop beat Al Burke. Oh. In the he's race a bit of a sausage, Al Burke, I reckon. Uh, he's got sausage written on him. Anyway, he beat out, but it was a good win. Uh, Isabella Rab Jones uh, riding Tears of Love and then uh, going off to Toowoomba last Saturday night and uh, riding up there as well. And, of course, uh, Anarchy got the money at Warwick uh, during the yep. week, and I was on Jets Justin Judd Stanley uh, on board for Lindsay Hatch. Uh, it was a good good winner there, um, but yeah, there was a lot of uh, Quite a few runners from Toowoomba at Warwick during the week, and good to see that the fields have held up for this uh, meeting tonight. That's for sure. You've got a f- you've got a couple of uh, unlucky beats. I have from last week. Now we spoke to Rex Lip last week, and I asked you about a horse by the name of uh, Mickey Eight. Uh, ended up going off at twenty one dollars. Ran fifth in race five. I reckon there's a win for this one. It was there on the home turn. Got into a little bit of trouble. Mickey Eight. M I double K I. Then the word Eight. And uh, the next race, uh, Tokyo Sins ran last, beaten 4.8 lengths, was camped behind the leaders at the home turn, was just waiting on the run, didn't come, then something fell back in on top of it. So should have uh, just about won. All right. There's a couple to follow. Mm. Uh, Dream Seeker, you're all about Dream Seeker tonight, aren't you? Yeah, I think Dream Seeker can, uh, can win that last race uh, tonight, send us home very happy. Uh, I've got a couple of others, but I'm looking for them now. Here we go. Uh, I don't I have... mind the Irish Sally, race seven, number what nine. What about Sammy? Irish Sally. Well, I'm just a bit worried that it wants further, you know? I, I saw one at the trials, race six, number eight, Ruba High. Uh, looks very, very good. Won a trial, but it was only 6.50. That worries me a little bit. But, gee, if there's money for this, follow it in. Okay. Righto. Well, uh, yeah, we'll... We'll get to that uh, a little bit later. We're going to have JD, obviously, in the last segment where uh, uh, he tipped us a winner. <laughs> he tipped us a winner yeah. last week that won on Friday. Yeah, I don't know what's so, going on now. So I... that was amazing. Next week, I'll make sure I've got one that won on Wednesday. <laughs> Too good. Looking forward to uh, the show ahead on the Darling Download. Let's take a quick break, and on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Corey Girin, who's got a big team of runners tonight on his home track at Toowoomba. 
Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download, and it's all about our guests, Chris O, isn't it? Week Always after week. Is. And Corey Guerin, he's a star. When we get him on, he's got a host of runners uh, on Saturday nights. He's got a few runners uh, all over the place uh, this weekend. But, Corey, welcome to The Darling Download. The stable's been in good form. Yeah, going really well at the moment, guys. Um, good to keep knocking over a few winners here and there. Got a winner um, at Ipswich just the other day as I left it, and... Uh, yeah, keep knocking a few over here and there. So it's um, it's really good at the moment. Things oh, are going well. I had a bet in that race. Uh, I was doing SEN track with tags, and uh, I had a bet in that race. And but the only horse I was worried about was I left it, and sure enough, comes steaming home in that last furlong. Jeez, it had a good finish on it, didn't it? Yeah, she really did. We, we It was a quick backup. She raced only on Saturday out at Dolby, and uh, she's actually trained out there, so it uh, didn't take much out of her just walking across the road. So we, we didn't really worry about the quick backup with her, but I was a little bit concerned. I sort of told Ange to be um, at least midfield, and, and yeah, she just got, she, she basically was second last last the entire and, and uh, just hit the line really well. A runner, I think they run a record record time as well. So it was a, it was a really good effort from her to do that. And uh, yeah, she might she might develop into not a bad stayer as she sort of learns to settle and she's got that really good finish on her like that. How good is Anne Jones going? Really well, yeah. No, she rides well, Anne. She um, obviously sort of read the tempo of that race all right and um, everything planned out. Like I said to her, she's a momentum horse and she got her out in clear air and, and uh, yeah, hit, hit the line and, and sort of worked out all really well. Sammy, I've located a uh, sausage in that race. Oh, yeah. Winston Smurf Hill. Oh, really? He's uh, he's a little less than genuine, that horse. Okay. His last couple have been horrendous. And he went out yesterday at $3.90. Ah, third favourite. There was three of them around that mark. So... If we have that, ever get that sausage file up and running, he's one that will definitely... None of Corey's horses would be in that sausage oh. file, but Winston <laughs> certainly is. He's actually, yeah, we've actually got um, the full brother. One of the runners in Toowoomba is a full brother. Baby Run, she's a full brother to Winston. So I've, I kept an eye on him a little bit as well. Actually, we nearly bought him. Um, so I'm kind of glad we didn't, to be honest. <laughs> he's, he's put in a couple of good runs at the sunny coast, but he's now starting to put in a couple. Now that he's fancied in the market, he's thought, oh, hang on, no, this is not for me. And, uh, yeah, he's put in a couple of ordinary ones. So, um, anyway, having said that, he'll come up and win next start, I'm sure. <laughs> now, Dolby's been really good uh, hunting ground for you of late. Uh, obviously, my baby got the money there uh, uh, early Feb and 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 uh, Anthropica, a, a recent winner there at Dolby also. Yeah, Dolby's good. Obviously, we we got the two bases, most of them um, in Toowoomba. We have about forty odd horses in Toowoomba, and we always keep about five or six out at Dolby as well. So it's good when we go out there. Um, we've got horses that can stay out there, and when they race out there, they'll generally stay out there for a week or so afterwards. And it's just good to have that bit quieter environment for them as well. But have um, really good luck out there. I think, um, yeah, I think Dad, since when he won those races the other day, won one on uh, Ma Baby, and one on um, uh, won the Maiden as well. I think he's now the um, got the record for the most winners at Dolby of any jockey. So yeah, it's oh, always fantastic. been a good little uh, good little lurk for us. So it's good to get winners, obviously, at your home tracks as well. And how many horses would get trained at Dolby? Do you reckon? 
Um, look, there's not all that many there at the moment. It's um, it's quite, it's pretty quiet out there at the moment. So, yeah, I couldn't even put a number on it, to be honest, but there would be very few and far between. It's a really good facility, though, and uh, they like, if there was more horses there, they could certainly have more, but there's just not really the... Um, no sort of all weather tracks and things like that, which limit a lot of the a lot of people these days. Um, probably good for you know your, your your hobby trainers and things like that. But it is tough in then places where you you get a bit of rain and you can't work for a couple of days. It sort of limits you a bit. But um, we're lucky to have to have both bases. Quite a few runners uh, tonight at Toowoomba. We'll run through them. But before we get to that, uh, you've got one in Nanango. Uh, see for yourself. Is it going to go around? Uh, more than likely, yeah. Uh, she'll go around. She's gone. This will be the third week in a row with her, but she um, she doesn't really even get ridden. She just has a swim here and there and uh, goes to the races. But she's she's a she's a ripping little mare. See for yourself. She's uh, won ten races now. She was a twenty-four start maiden when I bought her. So um, she's 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 racing really really well at the moment. I think she'll be a, a really good chance. Like she just sneaks back into a zero to sixty. Um, they dropped a one point last start, so she jumps back into that race, and uh, she could be pretty hard to beat. She likes a likes a firm track. Um, she just carries a little bit of weight, which is probably a small concern because she's only very small. But uh, she'll she'll go very close to winning at the Mango. Now, Corey, I've worked out why Sammy's got you on the show today because I'm looking at race two at Toowoomba tonight and, and his horse is in, Sammy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sammy, he's uh, he's had one start for us um, out at Dolby there, first up. Uh, raced really well, just sort of, he's probably looking for a bit further, 1,200, he goes 1,300 um, at Toowoomba. I think he's going to get further. I think he's going to get up to a mile. But if you look at his breeding, he's a... He's a Madagua Diora. He's out of Samantha Miss, so he's um, he's probably one of the best bred horses getting around to Wombat. He's bred in the purple. He's bred yeah. in the purple. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can, um, you know, and his form's good too. His form is really good. Um, he's, he's Sydney provincial form, so like that's going to stack up really, really well for a race at Toowoomba. Uh, got him in at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday as well. Um, not a hundred percent certain which way we go with him just yet, but wherever he goes, he'll. Uh, He'll go well. Is he one paced like uh, the Sammy opposite me right now? <laughs> Man, funnily enough, he is a bit of a one batter. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, the sad looks... thing, the sad thing is, I'm bred in the purple oh, also, yeah, but you couldn't, are couldn't perform much. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been, haven't been any good at anything I've done. But uh, anyway, I'm hoping. So I've tipped him on the punters, mate, and so Declared I'm hoping him actually. Didn't yeah, you? I'm hoping he steps up tonight, Sammy. <laughs> Vanasta looks well placed, Corey. <laughs> Yeah, look, they we got three in this race. Um, Vanasta is just so consistent. Um, she she very very rarely runs a bad race. I don't think she ever does, to be honest. She was very unlucky not to have won at Dolby. Um, just yeah, the apprentice could give her a, a bit of an ugly steer. Things just didn't go his way. Um, she was very unlucky to get beat. But uh, she she's very well placed. Alicia claims a three on her. She gets in really good at the weights against horses. You know these horses that have. She's won more races than them, um, but she's uh, she's sort of getting up where it hurts a little bit as well. But uh, she's she'll be very very competitive. I think, uh, yeah, like I said, the three the three in that race and they're, they're all really good chances. So um, just honest horses. And what about Wanderson de Villa? Since he he was riding uh, a lot up north, wasn't he? Is is he based in Toowoomba now? 
He is, yeah, yeah. He's here, Wanderson. He's um, he's based in Toowoomba, so he's been getting plenty of opportunities. I had this is the first uh, he's written for me, but um, yeah, he, he works hard, Wanderson. He's here every day, and uh, he he gets opportunities. It's a good good base, Toowoomba, if you're willing to put in the work, because a, a lot of the trainers around here are usually pretty loyal, and there's only a sort of small pool of jockeys here on Saturdays, and and if you put the hard yards in, you'll you'll definitely get the opportunities here. Race four, number four, Roman Dagger. Yeah, first up, this fella. Um, yeah, he had a he had a good good initial campaign. He's always going to get further. Um, I wanted to trial him here on Tuesday, but I he, he bumped his head and I had to scratch him from a trial. So he goes into this. He's had a couple of jump out, unofficial jump outs. He's going really well. Um, he he'll be a horse better when he gets up further. I think he'll run a mile. He might even get up to two thousand meters, being by Redwood. So. Um, but he, his work and his jump outs have been really good. I, I think he'll run a cheeky race first up fresh. Uh, in race number six, you got the first starter, the two-year-old, Galway Hustler, ran second in a recent trial. Yeah, she's uh, a, a little Huss and filly. We bought um, myself and uh, uh, Kobe O'Brien. We bought her and syndicated her. She's got a good group of owners in a few, some first-timers and, and things like that. So hopefully she can run a nice race on debut. She's only a small filly, um, She's sort of come all the way through this prep, but she's doing everything right. She's had a jump out and and obviously run second in that trial the other day behind Kempe's horse, which I think goes pretty good. Uh, They actually run a really fast time, that trial. Uh, She was beaten six lengths, but sort of take that winner out and she was was another four or five lengths back to third. And, uh, yeah, like I said, they run a really smart time. So if she can come out and get... uh, you know, show good speed like I think she will. She, she'll she be a definite chance. It's just hard to sort of know in races like that where there's so many first starters and so many unknowns. But she's very professional. She should do everything right and jump and run. And um, that's all you can ask for two-year-olds at, at this point. Race seven, number six, Epic Love uh, with Gary on. Yeah, Epic Love um, blinkers off this time. She's drawn one. Hopefully she's just a... She just hesitates out of the barriers is her undoing. She always gets too far back. So um, first up run at Dolby the other day was really, really good. Uh, she's come back in a lot stronger, this filly. She's a, she's a stayer as well. So she's obviously sort of working up in trip. But um, this mile will suit her really well. It just depends how far back she gets. Um, but she's a definite chance on her last run. Um, I think she's going really well, yeah. Baby run. Yeah, baby run. Well, that's Winston's um, Winston's sister, and uh, she's 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 probably on her last legs. To be honest, this will be her her finale if she can uh, come out here. We'll just see what she can do. Look, she's um, she's been up and down in distance like a yo-yo. We tried everything with her um, last start. I just don't think she run the two thousand meters. So fresh to ride up. I'll give her a crack at this mile here tonight and. Uh, See how she goes. She she's got it in it to win a race, and it wouldn't totally shock me if she did. But she's just um, she's an old man, and her mind might be on uh, other things. And Irish Sally gets into the race with no weight. Yeah, Alicia rides Irish Sally. She gets in fifty one and a half. Um, she's she's a terrific chance. Uh, she she's a really progressive filly. I've always had a really nice opinion of. Um, I was actually just looking at some of the sectionals from doing them there before um and she just run she run huge time down there like she she's run 11s the whole way home so if she can repeat something like that she's uh goes up to the mile for the first time which which is a query but i'm um i'm very confident that she'll run it she 
they just went a little bit slow in town last start for her. She jumped and put herself in a really good spot, and then they sort of steadied mid-race and sprinted, which just doesn't really suit her. She's a little bit of a grinder, and she can get a little like she can get a little bit far back as well. But I think over the mile, she should sit midfield or, or reasonably handy. And and if she can, uh, if they put some speed on, she'll be very very strong late with no weight. I think uh, I think she's probably one of the best of the lot with something around. The last race, you've got the two runners, uh, October Joy resuming from a break, and Dream Seeker, who if anyone tuned into the Channel 7 News Toowoomba last night would have seen me tip as one of the best not bets on the night. Oh, wow. So no pressure. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's going really well, Dream Seeker. She's been um, racing so consistently. She's on a quick backup. She run, uh, she run last Saturday here in Toowoomba, but she goes around again. I also had her in at Miles, and uh, I was going to take her out there, but the race at Toowoomba is probably easier than the race at Miles. So, um, yeah, she's going to run around here. Um, she'll be she'll be very very hard to beat. Like she, most of the horses in this race, I think she's she's probably a little bit better than. Uh, she does go up a bit in weight, um, but I'm not too concerned about that. She maps to get a really nice run. Uh, she's just she, she's really a happy horse at the moment, Dream Seeker. Like she's just thriving. She's uh, doing everything right, and she just continues to race well. So she's been in work quite a while, but while she's racing so well, we just keep sending her around, and we picked her up very, very cheap, and uh, she's been a great buy for us, actually. She's a good, tough little mare, and um, yeah, I think she'll be in the winner's stall, hopefully. So, Corey, if we're going to have the house on one, are we going Irish Sally? No, dream seeker. <laughs> uh, look, I, I reckon out of them, um, Irish Sally, dream seeker, and Vanasta, they're hard to split, to be honest. There's, there's, we've got a few good chances, but single one out, probably Irish Sally. Yeah. What about Sammy? No, it needs further. needs further. Okay. It's one pace. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy is very confident, but he might he might need further. Yeah. 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 Right. Thanks, Corey. Uh, best of luck tonight. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Corey. There is Corey Guerin. Uh, he's got a heap of runners uh, yes. tonight at Toowoomba and... Uh, some really good chances, so uh, good to catch up with him. And uh, yeah, we might just leave Sammy for a, a mile race next start. I think. Well, how far was tonight's race? Thirteen hundred. Well, he is accepted for the sunny coast at fourteen hundred. Yes, right. Might be a tougher race though. Mm. Might be. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side. We're going to have a chat to Adam Sewell, who we often see uh, riding up north, but uh, he's heading heading up the range tonight. Uh, for some rides. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download and uh, big Saturday we've got ahead of us today. Big Saturday for me. I've got uh, tags to deal with all day trying to tip winners. So... Oh jeez, that's gonna that's be gonna a fun be a task. <laughs> it's gonna be a challenge. I'll uh, I'll look forward to chatting you chatting to you during the afternoon. But uh, yeah, that's only for about a minute. Good times. Can't help you much. Good times. Another man who is looking forward to good times at Toowoomba tonight is Adam Sewell. And Sully is not somebody that we often see riding up at uh, Toowoomba, especially when since we've been doing this show, Chris O. But no. uh, uh, Sully, welcome to the Darling Download. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. 
Tell you what, though, Sammy, he, he does ride around a lot of places. He mightn't seem too much he's, at Toowoomba, but he gets around. He is very well-travelled. Uh, he's often up punching around with a good mate of mine, uh, Nathan Grubby Day, at those uh, north tracks. And, Sully, how did that come about? How did you come about uh, getting interested in, in horses and, and uh, being a jockey? Um, so it all sort of started as a kid. My sister had ponies and then that sort of eventuate, eventuated with me getting into ponies and sort of learning how to ride. Um, when I got to year 10, all my friends were leaving school and my parents said, oh, if you want to leave school, you got to have a job. And they said, oh, so I was like, oh, I'll be a mechanic. They said, no, you're not going to be a mechanic because I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty useless, like, hands-on. It's, it's not, um, yeah, anything that I'm good at. So then, yeah, I just started looking around in the stables. I wasn't living too far from Randwick, and I sent a few emails out. And uh, at the time, one of the blokes had handled all of that at Gaze. He ended up getting back to me and said, oh, yeah, come for an interview. And I started there about a week after I turned 16, and that sort of, yeah, it just went from there. How long were you at Gaze for? Uh, two years. Wow. And uh, the only, like, I just, from there I went to Tamworth, and that was basically once I started riding, and um, that was meant to be for three months, but it ended up being longer, and, yeah, from then it's just sort of kept going. <laughs> I would think that uh, two years at Gaze, you would have thrown your leg over some nice horses. Yeah, I did. It was a great learning curve. Even now, like, it still just helps you so much with um, sort of the whole whole point of it from uh, just knowing knowing what, what you need to know with horses from being on the ground to being on their backs. And, and yeah, it's stuff that you'll never forget. No. It's funny that um, uh, how attractive that uh, leaving school side of things was. I know for myself, <laughs> um, uh, I hated school and yeah the thought of leaving school at the end of year nine I was like yeah get around this and and then uh was I reckon it was about year eight I said to my parents you know I dad had just bought the farm he'd retired from being a jockey just bought the farm I learned to ride a horse and then in that year I was like yeah I want to do this and then mum's like nah you're not leaving school you know rah 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 and I'm going come on and then Dad's going, oh, you know, I think maybe you can have a go at it. And then he said, only if you, your grades are good. And a dead set, I tipped every teacher at St. Bede's College. I'd had them all on side because I was rubbish. But uh, that end of that year, I had good grades and I left school. I think that I think they wanted to hunt me as well. <laughs> but uh, it's amazing how it's amazing how you find a gear when you, when you have to, isn't it? When you. The, the thought yeah. of leaving school, it's like, yeah, I'll get a job. Yeah, but then you go out and get a job, and this is a bit hard. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, like, I was sort of comfortable, you know. Like, it just it helped me to grow up a bit. But, yeah, just once I started, I was all right. Because, yeah, just school, it was like it was boring for me. And, yeah, it just gave me something that I wanted to do more than anything so yeah you know not everybody's a road scholar not everybody's a student and i say this many times to people not everybody has to be good at school yeah i mean if everybody exactly. was it is every if everybody was a genius and a future uni student then nothing would get done <laughs> there'd be no hands-on work getting done anywhere no nah, exactly so yeah, i got no issue with that i must say that that must have been a huge eye-opener as 
as you say, going into gay stable because um, I would imagine around that time that was, you know, that was the peak of Gay Waterhouse, wasn't it? When like a gazillion horses, winning group ones everywhere right around the country. And I, like, you know, I know obviously she's still super successful now, but back in those yeah. days, Sully, when you started, uh, at Gay Stables would have been chock-a-block. Yeah, it was. And like, that was the thing, basically. So, like, you had to lead doubles and everything like that. <laughs> like, you, you had two Group 1 horses in your hands, you know? Like, you, <laughs> I remember one day they said to me, oh, don't you let that go, that horse go? And I said, oh, why? They said, that's more joyous. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was putting pressure on you. And you yeah. It, like, it, you just didn't need it. You're just <laughs> thinking, oh, this is all I need, letting a horse go. Because you're walking across roads and everything like that. And, yeah, it didn't take much to set some of them off. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just great. Even some of the people that you worked with, they were just good people, you know, they... But they were happy to go out of their way to help you to learn. And, yeah, at the end of the day, that's sort of what makes you what you are. And, yeah, if, if something ever went wrong, you, you knew you could always go back there and feel welcome again, you know. But, yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> that hasn't happened. But, yeah, I, I still talk to a few people that are there and, yeah, they've always followed me and it's, it's good, that relationship that I've had with them. So you spent time in Tamworth. Where to from there? Uh, from there, I went to Scone. Yep. So I was at Tamworth for a year. Went to Scone for, I think it would have been a year and a half. I had two bosses at Scone. I, I, I was the week that I signed over to my boss at Scone. So I went to Luke Griffith. That was the week that he got outed. And I was lucky enough. Greg Bennett was next door, and I'd already started writing for Greg. And the chief steward said, "I, oh, you can either go to a number of trainers." Or if you ask Greg and he wants you, you can go there. And I said, oh, I'll ask Greg. And so, yeah, I went there. And that was another great move. Like, he's another good horseman. And he basically put you on everything. And that sort of got me going um, from riding winners in the bush to provincials. And he ended up giving me my first Metro winner. And um, so, yeah, it was, it, that, and like even now, I still travel down there. I like Scone. It's it's not a very busy town or anything like that, but it was, just had everything you need. And, um, yeah, it was a nice little place. He uh, he gave it away too, didn't he, Greg Bennett, training? Yeah, yeah he, he ended up. He, he started doing the pre-training. Did he? At Aquas? Yeah. Was it Aquas or somewhere like that? Uh, uh, Fenwick Farm. It was yeah, like next it. door to but, um, yeah, and I think he's back breaking in down uh, the southern highlands of New South Wales now. But, but he, uh, he's a great, a great horseman, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's very hands-on. And, like, they're the people that you sort of really learn from because they're always there doing things. Um, it's it's not like they're just um, shooting orders at you, you know. But it's a bit like that. You sort of get a bit sour on the game because all they're doing is just yeah, telling you what to do instead of showing you. But uh, he, he was a great boss. And even when I moved up here and he moved to Fenwick Farm there, I went down and caught up with him and stuff like that. And, yeah, I, I had a great relationship with him. So when did you when did you make the move to Queensland? Uh, so after uh, Greg. So that was – I basically was going to town and that was when, like, you 
tub highway sort of started and I was only getting sort of one or two rides there. It was a hard gig. So he had a stable up at the sunny coast and he ended up shutting it basically oh, three months before I moved up here, but he still had connections up here. And he said, oh, I think you should go up and use your claim up in Queensland. And yeah, he ended up getting me in with Stuart Kendrick. So yeah, I, I think oh, it would have been probably the last year of my apprenticeship I did with Stuart. And yeah, that enabled me to use the rest of my claim. I'd, I didn't end up outriding my, um, I don't think I even outrode my provincial claim. It might have been close, but definitely not my um, metro claim. Now, your first runner was at Wyong back in September 2013, but your first winner was the Bingara Cup. And Sammy and I want to know yeah. where Bingara is. Uh, so it's about an hour and a half north of Tamworth, a, a very small town. They only race there once a year. You've ridden two winners um, yeah. there. Yeah, so I went there a He's couple of years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever went back after those. So I went there like two years in a row. And then, yeah, after that, I, I sort of never went back. But it, like this time of year, with all the rain that they've had, the track would be lovely. But back then, it was yeah, rock hard. It was just like galloping down a dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Get won't, on the leader. What won't be like galloping down a dirt road is uh, Toowoomba tonight. Now, Sethlands, you ride for Craig Smith uh, in race three. What are you thinking with that horse? Um, I think he's probably the best rider of the lot, just looking at his form. He, he raced the, – the two starts he's had this prep have been really well. He um, – he was stuck wide first up at Dolby and still got to line strongly. And then uh, last start at Emerald, he was probably entitled not to finish off the way he did. He sort of had a horse come back in his face at the 600 and um, he still overcome that and ended up running away from him and it was a strong win. So you'd think there with, there's plenty of speed in the race. He's drawn tricky, but if he can just be in front of one or two and get a nice card in the race, I think he should be strong to the line. In race number four, you're riding uh, the Real Saints, number 12 for Charlotte White. Uh, a good run at Gatton, two back, but then uh, not so good last time, ran last, but had a wide gate, might have been caught wide. Yeah, I think that's probably this horse's best chance. Is, uh, it's got to have a soft alley. Mm. She doesn't seem to utilise the alley, but just, uh, where she can jump, do no work, and just travel up through them. Uh, that seems to be her, her best way to finish off where, yeah, last start. Uh, and it, it's just Gatton, you know. It's a tricky little track. If you're wide, it makes it very hard to, to sort of finish off. But, yeah, hopefully uh, she can go back to the runs prior and, and finish off strongly. Race five, you ride Urban Artist, another one for Craig Smith. Uh, yeah, so he had his first start at Emerald. It just jumped a little bit awkward, uh, and they go quick at Emerald, so he sort of had to do a bit of work just to tack onto him. I ended up getting a lovely split through the field and, and hitting the line well, but he probably just uh, peaked on that run having to, from doing the work to catch up to him. So uh, he's only recently transferred to Craig. would have to see how he can go over 1,050 at Toowoomba, but I, I still think he's definitely a chance. Uh, you're riding Grover's Prediction in uh, race number six. First starter, and I can't see any trials or anything. 
No, so the owner sent me a video of a 600-metre jump out that must have been last week, a little bit tardy out. Uh, Nathan Fazakli rides the horse work and he gave it a, a good push along just to get it going. And then uh, its best work was late in that uh, jump out. So you'd think 1,000 metres uh, will be a benefit for the horse. And, yeah, just hopefully that, yeah, can begin well enough that it's not tailed out and, yeah, just tack onto them because, yeah, I definitely think that, that the horse will run a 1,000 strong. Now, I see... Uh... I see, Sully, that you've got uh, one at Nanango uh, today for Olivia Cairns. Is it going around? Yes. Uh, so this horse, he, he's a very honest, tough little horse. Um, he needs to go around to get so many country runs yep. so he can go into those uh, country stampedes or whatever it is that, that she's aiming for. Um, so, yeah, he started first up at Bengal, won that. Uh, he just... He doesn't run a bad race. Even last start at Eagle Farm, like a big jump in grade, but he's just as honest as they come. And yeah, so hopefully uh, I can go there, get the result with him, and then head over to Toowoomba. And how long does that take, Nanango to Toowoomba? Um, well, I've never ridden at Nanango, so I just looked at Google Maps. It says it's about a, an hour 45, so. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's all some... sort of going. No, I've never been there, no. Sorry, sorry. I've driven through. That's it. I've never been to the track, so um, yeah, <laughs> we'll be able to tick that one off the bucket list, I suppose. After yeah, it's another it's another notch on the belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just hope that I can get the result in doing so. Adam, you, you've had good success at uh, at a few tracks here. Uh, the ones that stand out. Uh, Rockhampton and the Sunshine Coast. I love Rocky. It's just such a good track. Unless you've drawn a wide gate at those uh, 1,000 to 1,200 metre races, it's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. They're, those tracks, they're, they're lovely big open tracks. And um, I, I think it just it gives horses so much more opportunity. Um, whether or not you do have a bit of a sticky barrier and things like that, with those straights, you can still sort of try and use uh, the track to get you in a position where they can win. And... With Rocky, it can be a little bit actually leader bias, but it's more just tempo of the race. Um, but it's still, I find it quite a fair track and I, I have good success there. So, I, yeah, I like going there, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is tricky at the moment, just not uh, big fields and that there. But that's obviously, um, it's probably like their down period just with the heat and sort of horses will start coming back in now for the sales race. Uh, I think that's in April. So, yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good sort of period to keep trying to get rides there because that'll boost for that period. Good on you, Adam. Well, great to chat this morning. Uh, best of luck uh, for the weekend and uh, uh, great to have you on the Darling Download. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Adam. There is Adam Sewell. Uh, got 15 minutes out of amazing. We did. I've got a question for you, Sammy. Yes. Humidity in horses. Yes. Do they mix? Uh, well, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. And horses, uh, horses can ha- they obviously they all handle it differently, like humans. But uh, I had an interesting j- chat with Tommy Logan actually on NT Racing Talk during the week, and he was saying how hard that you know in the top end, how hard the 
that the weather is on the horses, the heat and humidity and um, how, you know, horses can just stand there in the yard and just sweat, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, we had a meeting at the Sunshine Coast last Friday night and there was a few there that I thought had run well that just ran horribly. Yeah. And look, you know, maybe I got it wrong. There's always that chance. But I just thought maybe because it was oppressive last Friday night, it was a horrific Chris day, humidity was. Put it in the excuses book. <laughs> put it in the excuses book. Let's take I a just break. want to validate it. Let's take a quick break now. On the other side, we're going to have tipping time. And uh, look, oh. I don't want to say too much, but I tipped her right last week. Yeah, <laughs> we need to give someone a bit of a clip too, don't we, Sammy? <laughs> yes, we do. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Are you feeling lucky, Chris O? Are you Always, feeling Sammy. lucky this Always. weekend? Oh, good. Well, we've got Jonathan Davies on the phone. JD, you were missed last week, but... Uh, <laughs> look, it was a little bit tricky last week because you sent your tips through... And you tipped a winner, but it actually won on the Friday. And so we just don't know how to, whether we should be giving you points or not. Hey, Sam, hey, Chris. Uh, yes, well, uh, that was my mistake, uh, but I didn't have the almanac. It was pre-race. I sent it through with that help, but uh, it doesn't help, uh, doesn't help anyone that was listening. That's for sure. Well, I can update because I've got this uh, unbelievable spreadsheet running now. And to tell you that uh, Sam, oh, hang on. No, I'll go from top to bottom here. JD, you got six points last week, takes you to 13. You are well clear of the field. But as I reminded Sammy last week, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, Sammy got seven points last week to take him to a total of eight. And I got three points to take me to a total of seven. So I am bringing up the rear and need to lift my game. But uh, tell you what, I had a couple of excuses, but we won't go there. Okay. That old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> Righto. Toowoomba, race seven, number nine, Irish Sally. I, I just think it's ready, especially after we spoke to uh, Corey yeah. Guerin. And this gets into the race with 51 and a half on its back. It's got no weight on its back. Surely it wins. JD, what have you got for us? I'm Toowoomba race five, number one. Uh, all I want is you. Uh, I was quite taken by his uh, latest trial. Um, I think it looks, I think he's found a nice race to kick off in. He's drawn soft, and uh, I think he'll just fit in behind him and uh, come home too strong. I will go Toowoomba. Oh, I'm tossing up here. Race four, number one, Tokyo Bandit. First up from a break. Only two starts at the initial campaign. Boy, did he hit the line. So race four, number one, Tokyo Bandit. I am going Doombin. Race one, number four, Rupert's House for the Bjorn Baker stable and Jimmy Orman, Queensland's, well, Australia's leading jockey. Yeah. Uh, I think this will be just jumping and winning. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, I am Doombin race nine, number eight, Rathlin. Not Ooh. the best winning strike rate, but very keen on this horse. Um, I think he's a good prize and I think he's the, brings the best form on. What race was he? he race nine? Uh, he has Race nine, number eight, Rathlin, yeah. Hasn't had too long off, so I uh, should have some residual fitness there and and certainly with the right camp, O'Day Hoisted. I'm just typing these into my spreadsheet as I go. Uh, race three at Doombin, number three, Merry Me. Uh, finds a lovely race, this mare. She gets to 1,600 metres with Jimmy Orman on top. I think can win race three, number three, Merry Me. And then uh, nationally, I'm going Sandown, race seven, 
Number three, Tuvalu. Blinkers on, first time. This this is a Group One winner. I I can't believe that uh, it's that they're half potting it on Giddy Up and few are saying on. Uh, I reckon its trial was fine. It was just a bit relaxed in the trial. Blinkers go on. It'll it'll find another gear. I'm keen on Tuvalu this weekend. Well, I'm uh, I'm going to South Australia, Morphville, race eight, number five on Friday. Uh, I tipped this one uh, a few starts ago. Last prep, uh, when it won by seven and a half, he, he's returned, or she's returned really well. Good winner first up, had a trial in between, just a tick over trial, and has found a really nice race to uh, just be winning again, I think. So that's number five in race eight. On Francais. Okay, just found the spelling for that one. Okay, I'm going to go to Ramwick, race seven, number 11, Sunshine in Paris. I know In Secret's a short price favourite here. We don't tip those on this show, Sammy. No, we do not. So I'm going with the race seven, number 11, who I think is a very, very smart filly. Don't direct that at me. By by one of our own stallions in Vader. Yes. Don't direct that at me. I thought it was JD that put the foot down. He was the one. No it more. Was. It was. <laughs> no I just more. was reinforcing it because you can't see him where you're sitting. No more shorties. No more shorties. JD, have a good weekend. Hopefully it's a winning one. The bet fair punters are, are uh, ruining that decision, though. They don't know what to lay in. That's right. <laughs> see, you, Drew. see ya. See ya. Well, that is us done and dusted for another week on the Darling Down Low, and let's hope uh, we have a winning weekend. All the best, punters.